to be mandatory. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Don't let the media, the press, or your environment brainwash you. It's not a black-on-white thing. It's not a black-on-black thing, and it's not a gang-on-gang thing. It is simply one thing. It's an ignorance thing. It's an ignorance thing. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, when I die, I won't be able to leave a lot of money behind. I won't be able to leave a lot of luxurious and fine things behind. But I want to leave a committed life behind. What kind of committed life will you leave behind? Don't be afraid to think. It's not illegal yet. Hi there, welcome. You are listening to The Kate Daly Show. I could not be fonder of that idea, <laughs> actually. Uh, I welcome you. I'm your host. And uh, and let me tell you, uh, you can go to katedalyradio.com and uh, you can go there for the podcast version of this show. So we make a podcast version of the live show. And uh, boy, a million 75,000 listens later, um, I tell you, um, once we hit that million mark, that was quite a shocker. And I really appreciate you sharing the show um, so uh, wildly. It's been awesome. And you know what? We got to get some truth out there. There's not a whole lot of not bought and sold media. I am not a bought and sold media. Nobody tells me what to say. And I have to applaud the stations that carry me. And I also, a big shout out to you. They're in Chicago and, and everywhere else. And I, and I also want to say thank you because you know what? I, this is a rarity. It's a rarity, and if you can help the show, great. You can donate to the show. It's right on the homepage of katedallyradio.com. Do so, because this is uh, there isn't too many of us uh, out there, as I keep getting told. Uh, Rush Limbaugh's brother even told me, he's like, there are not too many that have that kind of form in America anymore. How are you doing it? So, you know what? We really need to, um, to shore up um, truth-telling. And stop with the narrative. We're being told a big, big lie right now. And the big lie is that we're a racist nation. We're not a racist nation. We haven't been for a a very long time. And when we were, if you want to call it systemic racism, systemic racism, that, that, that lie keeps getting told over and over again in our society. And it just isn't true. They can tell a lie so many times that people start to believe it. Black Lives Matter also is a Marxist organization who want to overthrow capitalism and they want to overthrow and bring in uh, uh, socialism. They are not about racial equality. Stop buying the lie. That's not what they're about. Look at the leadership. They're all about communism. They are all about um, uh, seeing an America where you don't have any liberty. And let me tell you something. The left wants to defund the police. Where does that land us? Think about this for a second. Why do they want that? Why do they want community organizers at the helm? Well, look at the advance of technology right now. Are we going to have more drone cops, more invasive drone cops? Are we going to have more technology tagging us everywhere we go? I would much rather talk to a person. I would much rather root out the badge-heavy cops, right? Just like we have government-heavy people in politics, we have the same problem going on. It's about control. It's about control and power. So you're always going to have this problem. As long as as, as we're in America, you're going to have the problem of people seeking too much power. So you can control that without joining a Marxist organization called Black Lives Matters. And so what are we going to do about that? Are we going to see now, just be careful what you wish for. The American Airlines downgrading their credit. Are we seeing more of a nationalization takeover of government? You know, they owned CIA's Air America, right? They had their own airline. We're going to see Air America. Are we going in the future? Are we going to see a nationalization of hospitals? Are we going to see the left want this defunding of the police to then fund instead of the, you know, career policemen? Now we're funding more technology that's actually more abusive, more harmful. Are we going to be going in that direction? Because let's go down a few leaps and look at what's coming. That's what scares me. The post office, even though they were going strong all through COVID because they were in immunity zone in America, apparently, are they going to be looking at at their, are we going to look at their demise? Because right now they're talking more and more and more about Amazon. Is that an Amazon takeover? How scary is that? Jeff Bezos, can you even imagine? Why do you think they had him um, uh, acquire the Washington Post? 
He wasn't a newspaper guy because that's one of their media fronts, the government. He also is in the pocket and has done deals with the CIA, $600 million deals. He owns Amazon. I don't want Amazon in charge of my ballot, making sure it goes where it's supposed to go in the mail. It's wrought with problems. I can't even imagine the kind of issues we're looking at. We've got to go down a few steps and really look at what's going on in America. And I fear that we're not. I just fear that we're not. And there's a lot of things to be aware of right now. And getting caught up in the mantra of this is is scary because we're not seeing what's actually going on right now. So in this hour, we're going to talk about the economy. And I have my guest, Alan Stevo, joining me, who is the best-selling author of the Bitcoin Manifesto. We're going to talk about Bitcoin, where we land at the end of the summer economically. We're going to talk about monopolies. I want to go in a different direction and away from the, uh, the rioting in America. Because let me tell you, if 2020 is all about two things, because so far we've had two choices. We got past the impeachment uh, nonsense, and then we walked right into house arrest and human locust of violence and crime descending on America. I vote nuke. I vote nuke or asteroid. Asteroid, I'm actually welcoming the idea at this point because I don't know what else is going to befall us this year, but oh my gosh, nuke us and get it over with. This is just a slow demise, a slow death. And the human locusts that are descending on America, this isn't a protest. This isn't a protest. This is just violence and crime, alive and well. They were ready to to take you down for opening a business, but loot stores and harm innocent people. The governors are telling them to stand down and allow this to happen in America. Oh, man, we got problems. But let's focus on the economy in this hour with Alan Stevo. I'm really happy to have you on. Thank you for coming on, Alan. I appreciate you. Sorry you had to follow that intro. (laughs) I'm really sorry. Ah, Kate, thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. You bet. I'm actually excited. And and you know what? In the next hour, we're going to be talking about vitamin D. If you don't get that hour, make sure that you get it on podcast because vitamin D is going to be the one thing you can do right now. If you're worried about... If you're worried about this fall and where that lands us, especially with them um, still running this whole narrative on COVID, you are going to want to understand how vitamin D can play a part. And I've got the guy that wrote the book on that, uh, Mark Sorensen. So, Dr. Mark Sorensen. So, back to the economy in this hour. Can you give me a a, a description of Bitcoin to start us out? And then I want to talk about where we land this summer and and get into some of these topics. But I just want to say, best-selling author of the Bitcoin Manifesto, grab that book. You've also written lots of other wonderful books, too. And uh, and also on uh, communism and and, uh, some of the other things I was just addressing in the beginning of the show today. And uh, you certainly certainly have uh, have been a voice of reason, Alan. I appreciate you. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. I, you know, to, to kind of tie it into what you were saying, mm-hmm. you were speaking about Marxism a little, you were speaking about communism a little, that, that big government control. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this topic of Bitcoin, it's, it goes the very opposite. Uh, it, it's a, a free market kind of approach to things. Karl Marx mentions in the Communist Manifesto the importance of uh, how there must be government control of the currency. There's got to be a central bank he calls for in, a man, in the Communist Manifesto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something a little different. So you said, I think you said a one-sentence definition or something like that. Maybe I would say uh, Bitcoin is electronic money. I okay. might say something like that. It's oh, like yeah. the dollar is mostly electronic money or mostly the euro is mostly electronic money. That's, that's the, simplest, the simplest statement about it, but it's a lot more. I love it. So tell me, um, I'm a little nervous about blockchain and what, and what that could mean, because it's coming to us also based on the on you know on on transparency of uh, of, of all these uh, different transactions. But and, and we don't have to get into blockchain because I really wanted to get into Bitcoin. But digital currency in general makes me a little nervous because they were just trying to shove it down, shove it you know into the landscape a little bit in a whole nother way into the trillion multi trillion dollar bill that Congress just you know tried to get through and they didn't they took it out before they passed the bill made me feel a little better but digital currency in general i mean so so bitcoin um up next to what the government is trying to do with digital currency two different things uh they can be they don't have to be though um Mm -hmm. the government can get up to sinister stuff you know every tool every tool is just kind of 
a morally neutral thing. You can do bad, you can do good with a tool. Right. It depends whose hands it's in. And, and Bitcoin's a, a tool, and it, it opens up some potential for human freedom, but, you know, there can be some bad players around, too. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying about, you know, digital currency, and I've, uh, I've warmed up to cash even more these last few months than, than in the past. There, there's just been something about being able to be anonymous yeah. in my transactions that's really made me happy. Um, yes. So I know what you're saying about not liking digital currency being mentioned in some of these bills. And yeah. digital currency, there's no question, there's just so much potential to track people mm-hmm. with digital currency. And, and this, the ability to track every economic transaction is just such a juicy opportunity for tyrannical folks out there. Yes. And uh, Bitcoin, it kind of started out with this vision of being anonymous, but it, uh-huh. it isn't really. It's more pseudonymous. Okay. If someone knows uh, a little bit about, if someone knows what wallets you're using, okay. which is how Bitcoin money is moved mm-hmm. in and out of a wallet, okay. if someone knows your wallet, then that's kind of enough for them to track your transactions. I see. Uh, a nice thing is you can just keep getting new wallets. Oh. Um, okay. Many, many nice things. About okay. Bitcoin. Many, many nice things. There's, there's no central authority governing it. Okay. So about a about a minute to go before the break. Ron Paul, who I've had on the show numerous times, who really likes this show actually and has complimented it quite a bit because we're not bought and sold media. But Ron Paul played a played a role in this, right? Encouraging this kind of currency in the very beginning. I that's that's a, a theory I'm operating on that. Uh, so in the midst of the 2007-2008 financial crisis, mm-hmm. you had Ron Paul out there talking about monetary policy and actually kind of making the idea sexy for people, mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And as things were melting down, you had the, the creator of Bitcoin uh, combining this neat, some neat ideas in computer science with some neat ideas in Austrian monetary policy nice. and uh, Austrian school monetary policy, right. combined them into Bitcoin. Um, if I had to guess, Ron Paul was part of uh, that narrative that was going through his head mm. as he was creating it. Right. Okay. Um, so kind of encouraging we do something a little different. Um, where that's landed since, we can talk about that and also where we land at the end of this summer. What does this year look like economically? How is it shaping up with Bitcoin, too? We're going to come right back with author from Chicago, Alan Stevo, the book, uh, The Bitcoin Manifesto. We'll be right back. So happy to have him on the show today. And, uh, well, we'll be right back after the break. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with ED? Well, I have great news. We can now fix the problem without any medication, injections, or surgery. Our advanced form of wave therapy is clinically proven to regrow blood vessels and restore spontaneity in the bedroom. We can do so quickly, affordably, and with zero side effects. Hi, my name is Rich, and I'm an actual patient. I recently overcame my skepticism and started treatments last week. I was astonished to see instant results. These treatments work, and the increase in blood flow was immediate. My only regret is not starting sooner. If you're struggling with erectile dysfunction and want a long-lasting fix, call in the next two minutes and we'll give you the medical assessment and ultrasound totally free. We'll also give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. That's a $400 value, totally free. Call 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your ED. Call Wasatch Medical right now to claim that offer. 435-922-7000. Hey, Jen, come check this out. I think I finally found one. I love it. Yeah, I really do, too. And, you know, I just checked the price, and they're definitely the lowest price in 500 miles. So how about after dinner, let's swing by to this dealership and test drive it. Oh, Marty! Hey, Doc, you joining us for dinner or something? No! Marty, quick, what time is it? Uh, it's like five-something, I think. No, Marty, what time is it precisely? Uh, it's 5.13. Great Scott, there's still time. Marty, you have to go to St. George Auto Gallery before you go to dinner, not after. What? Why, Doc? Because, Marty, if you don't go to St. George Auto Gallery before dinner, Biff 
buys your dream car and upsets the entire space-time continuum! Oh man, Doc, that's heavy. And thus our hero with his trusty time-traveling companion received his dream car with the best price in 500 miles. See all the inventory at stgautodeals.com. Great Scott! The Zion Eye Institute is open, and 2020 is the year of vision at Southern Utah's premier eye care center. Their highly trained team of doctors and staff are excited to help you see the world in all its splendor in 2020. Zion Eye Institute has specialists to cover every area of eye care and eye surgery. They can provide you with all forms of vision correction surgery from multiple highly skilled and experienced fellowship trained surgeons. Using advanced techniques individually or in combination with each other, Zion Eye Institute's expert surgeons will customize your treatment and provide the safest and best results for your vision correction. So if you're tired of the glasses and contacts, remember 2020 is the year of vision at the Zion Eye Institute, which means it's the best time for you to get your free consultation and see how the Zion Eye Institute can help. They are open, so schedule your appointment now at zioneye.com. That's zioneye.com. The Zion Eye Institute, the largest and most comprehensive eye care center in southern Utah. This is Lisa from Red Cliffs Consignment. We may not have room to put our furniture six feet apart, but we have plenty of space for our guests to practice social distancing while they shop. Come visit us on North Mall Drive or see our selection online at redcliffsconsignment.com. We are open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. We take our social distancing seriously and limit the number of guests in our shop to six. We are Red Cliffs Consignment. And we are open. Just because your furniture is still good doesn't mean you have to keep it. Consign it. We're Red Cliffs Consignment. We're open and consigning your gently loved furniture and accessories. So, go ahead, get that new bedroom furniture that you've been wanting and bring your old furniture to us. Come see us on North Mall Drive, nestled comfortably between Boulevard Home and the Barbecue Hut. But, if you're trying to stay at home, visit us online at redcliffsconsignment.com. Stop suffering with pain. Tune in Mondays and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. for the Be Pain-Free Radio Show, featuring nationally renowned chiropractic specialist Dr. Ward Wagner. You've seen Dr. Wagner as a guest on the hugely popular TV show, The Doctors, and his knowledge of cutting-edge, non-surgical, drug-free pain solutions is unsurpassed. Listen to Dr. Ward Wagner Mondays and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. for the Be Pain-Free Radio Show, brought to you by Dixie Chiropractic, right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 KZNU. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Are you tired of paying high fees and commissions even when you're losing money? Lyle Boss specializes in safe money accounts with guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income you can never outlive. Join Lyle Boss for Safe Money Radio every Friday at 5 to 6 and Saturday at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. play a little Sam Cooke for my friend in New York. Anyway, welcome, <laughs> welcome back to the show. And I appreciate you listening in. Go to balanceofnature.com. It's a fantastic supplement, 31 fruits and vegetables. This is the supplement. You know I do research. You know I check them out. You know I believe in people that are honest, that are, are doing great products, and this is definitely a great product. I am telling you that you better do something for your health coming this fall because I think we have some stuff that's that's going to be coming that is it's not going to be beneficial to us. And our food supply sucks. It just is terrible. I, I can't say that enough. So please, please, you're not getting the nutrients you need. If you're not taking a supplement, please take something. Just take something. If you want a supplement that I know, I know the people behind it and I know what they've done with this. And this is a very clean product, 31 fruits and vegetables, no fillers, no chemicals, 10 step process in which they take ripened fruit and knock it down into dehydration uh, to give you the capsules of the nutrients of those fruits and vegetables. I don't think you're going to eat a bushel fold today of vegetables. I just, I'm pretty much sure you're not. So uh, make sure you get over to balance of nature. It's affordable. 
anyone can afford this product. That's what that's they, they were they were really serious about making it affordable for you and I. And then on top of that, get thirty five percent off and free shipping. You literally can't go wrong. All you have to do is put in the code Kate, K A T E. It's so simple. My first name. How easy is that? Put in the code Kate on the promo code. Don't forget. Get thirty five percent off and free shipping. Order it. Try it. Money back guarantee. Twenty four hours. They'll ship it out to you. Try it. You're going to feel so much better in about two weeks. Okay. I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you that the one thing I do worry about, I never worried about COVID for good reason. It's total sham. But I will tell you this, this, this winter and fall, we do have some stuff coming and you better be short up for it. I'm telling you, shore up the immune system. I've got to author Alan Stevo with me. The Bitcoin manifesto is the name of the book. We're talking about the economy. Um, we're talking about Bitcoin and I'd love to know where Bitcoin stands right now, Alan. You know, you wrote the book on this topic and uh, you're a wonderful author and you're a wonderful person that stands for liberty. Um, you can even go check him out on the on the Mises.org uh, website, Mises Institute, which I love. Lou Rockwell's a big fan of the show. And I, I'm telling you, uh, you've got you've you've really hit the nail on the head with us. And let me let me just I ask you about Bitcoin, where we're at right now, where we're going to go this summer with the economy. What do you how do you think Bitcoin will play a role in this? And let's talk about the free market. That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> Go. Okay. All right. So, uh, the, a lot of the reporting, a lot of the reporting around this, kind of like the reporting around elections or all kinds of things, mm-hmm. ends up with like this. You know, what's what's a number I can point at because that makes it easy on reporters. So, right now, Bitcoin's ninety six hundred dollars approximately for for one Bitcoin. Okay. Um, that's a number I don't even like to pay too much attention to um, because I don't know the future exactly, but there's something really cool in the technology that underlies Bitcoin because okay. in this technology, you have suddenly the ability for there to be competing currencies where uh, now there was a time, you remember, you remember that telephone that like almost everyone used to have in their house, the rotary telephone? Is the Western Electric Model 5000. You know the one I'm talking about? Um, no. Okay. So every, every, you, you know what I'm talking about. Every, almost everyone had the same telephone in their house. In the oh, States. yes, yes, yes. Like, okay. Up, up until the early 80s. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, some people longer. Long cord. So, long cord. I remember it well sitting in the closet <laughs> talking to boys. Yes, 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 yes. I'm there. I'm with you. <laughs> so <laughs> that telephone, this is, the United States had a telephone monopoly. Some people who didn't live through it don't know it. But okay. From the 19, 1920s to the 1980s, there was, you know, there was one phone company you could use, and the government said that's who you have to use. And there were these big, uh, these Harvard PhDs, Ivy League PhDs, the government economists, they would all say, this is natural monopoly theory. There can be no competition for telephone service. It's not possible. What do you want? You want three phone lines down every street? Do you want to make our streets look ugly? Do you, want, do you want three buttons on every telephone? How would it work to even have competition in the telephone industry? It's crazy, craziness. And you might have a free right. market economist in like the 70s mm-hmm. who would say, well, I don't know what it will look like. I just know when there's competition between entrepreneurs mm-hmm. trying to make a buck by making a consumer happy, you end up with something better, better than something that a government, a government planning committee can come up with. So eventually you go from like, you have the same, everyone ends up with like the same technology for about 40 years in the U.S. with telephones. Right. And then when the monopoly comes to an end from approximately 1984 to 2007, 23 years, that's how long it took to go from rotary telephone mm-hmm. on everyone's desk mm-hmm. to supercomputer in your pocket, basically, with I an see. iPhone. Wow. The free market really pushed this technological innovation. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, that can be determined. But, sure. but we're in a similar kind of situation now with Bitcoin, where, where the, the, the Ivy League economists say, oh, there can never be competition for currency. And the, the Harvard PhDs say the same, no, no, no. You, you must have one currency in every country. That's the only way it can possibly work. And suddenly, you know, I, I see... I see kind of a similar conversation happening, and I don't know what Bitcoin could look like, what what currency could look like 
20 or 30 years from now. Right. But I know there's this technology to suddenly make it possible to innovate. And 10 years ago, the only thing that was available was Bitcoin. Uh, 2009, January 3rd, 2009 is when the first Bitcoin first started uh, being mined, first came into existence. Um, today, there, there are three, more than 3,000 different cryptocurrencies that each kind of, some of them are scams, some of them are just uh, total nonsense, but a really neat handful of them have these cool features. Like we were talking about how Bitcoin's pseudonymous, but there's others like some people would use Zcash or other people use Monero. These currencies are uh, totally anonymous. They're, they're built they're built around the idea of there being privacy. Mm-hmm. Or there's other currencies that do other things based on what the user of that currency kind of wants. So it's a really neat thing happening around money right now, trying to make room for uh, how do we do more of what a consumer wants instead of how do we do more of what a big bank wants. I see. Okay. Okay. That's good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lover of freedom. I'm a lover of liberty. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. it's huge and it will change the world. I have no idea how it will change the world, but this technology that, that, that was invented with the Bitcoin white paper is huge. This is, mm-hmm. we won't recognize money 30 years from now. Yeah, I believe I that. don't know what that means. Well, I believe it. Hopefully I, it means different. But it seems like the, the, the different countries are, are kind of promoting the different currency, the different digital, entering into the space of digital currency. I always worry when government's involved to this extent, and government has created our Federal Reserve. Um, Federal Reserve is not a government organization by any means, but it's nor federal, nor a reserve, nor a bank. Um, but um, our government surely was uh, behind the creation of this with the bankers, and they were in lockstep. That's why they got the legislation passed to do it. But what's, what's interesting is that most people don't recognize that, and that it's, it's that central banking has been a part of our lives, and we were even taught that it saved us. Um, when they're supporting digital currency, but then you have Bitcoin. I mean, that's why I wanted to talk with you because there's 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 um, different versions of this, and some are not attached to freedom, and some are, apparently, right? Yeah, there's you know you could say Bitcoin. Um, so there's there are companies. Mm-hmm. It's a marketplace. So mm-hmm. there's. As, as new technology is innovated mm-hmm. um, to, to try to make Bitcoin more private, other technologies come along trying to make, make Bitcoin more transparent. And there's like this constant war going on in Bitcoin that is really great to watch. Right. Where <laughs> you have like New York banking interests mm-hmm. saying, how do I track everything Kate does right. in her life economically? And then you have, like, I don't know, like some hacker who just cares about privacy mm-hmm. coming up with ways for Kate to, like, never be monitored ever. Yes. And these these factions are kind of at war with each other. Um, and, and government is almost, like, uh, is almost behind, so far behind that it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, has, and it's a really neat thing to be watching. Has part of Bitcoin been um, co-opted or the whole of it been co-opted in any way in the last few years? Because you know the government never really likes competition. So, And, and because the, the owner or the founder of this kind of is an anonymous person out there, uh, what, from Japan? Um, so what's your take on, on the government getting its, its hooks in Bitcoin? Yeah, his, so his name is uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, uh-huh. and that is, as far as we know, that's not, we don't know if that's a person or right. people or what that is. Um, and government government will do all it can to get its hooks in Bitcoin. Um, and there's ways, you know, there's, so in the United States, it's very hard to go from, uh, there's a lot of friction from going between the U.S. dollar and Bitcoin yeah. because there's so much banking there's banking regulation that stands in the way to mm-hmm. make it a little bit difficult. Um, so there's places where government can be, can really have its hooks in Bitcoin and there's places where it can't. Right. Um, and some of these competing currencies are nice because they make, 
they make a lot more room for privacy for the individual. So would you be investing um, heavily in Bitcoin right now? I buy, I buy Bitcoin regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hold, I hold Bitcoin. Um, when people ask me that question, I say, I think it's good for you to, to have some Bitcoin. Right. Um, and uh, what about cash? Not, not enough. That, not enough that you would ever. Not enough that you would ever lose sleep over it or anything like that. Because Bitcoin's very volatile, where it could move thirty percent in a day right. in dollar terms. So you got to kind of keep no it in there. Right. Put the college, the kids' college fund there. Yeah, I was going to say. So I mean, this is something where you kind of put it in and 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 park it there for a while, right? Because of the volatile ups and downs. Yeah. Okay. And so by the end of this summer, where do we land economically? Do you think? Where do, where do, where, where, this has been one wild ride, let me tell you. Human locusts, uh, violent attacks, and house arrest. I mean, I'm not quite sure. I do, I do beg for an asteroid at this point. But where do we find ourselves at the end of this summer, do you think, in a couple of months? Um, there's the, the government's done a lot of damage to the economy. Um, and uh, it's going to take a long time to, to heal. Um, and uh, I think... A lot of people individually who are prepared for that are going to be okay, and people who figured out how to have skills that that can weather some of this will be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who didn't are going to be in a, a rough a rough goal. And how um, far are they willing to I'm go not as politically? As I'd like to be. Yeah, that's true. I just you know with with both of these things going on, if this is politically motivated, um, which a lot of people believe it is. Um, we probably wouldn't have had this this year. Had it, you know, I don't know, but it'll be interesting. I, we have to go to a break, but it'll be interesting to um, to see how far they're willing to go because obviously house arrest hurt us um, under the sham of COVID, and then we've got, of course, this this criminality going on and and permitted and every marches for Marxism, and so we've got all this going on. How far? How far is it willing to go? And 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 what kind of uh, tanking of the economy uh, completely? I don't know. We'll, we'll be right back with Alan Stevo, author of the Bitcoin Manifesto. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I believe in the product. I really do. Everybody thinks I'm crazy and friggin' snake oil and all the rest. But I'm going to tell you something. I've taken all the snake oil out there, and you're right. Most of it doesn't work. But this stuff does work. There's no doubt about it. I've noticed a big difference in my mobility. You know, things that I didn't think were going to be possible a few months ago are possible now. And I try to sell it to everybody in my family. Thanksgiving, Christmas, everybody comes over and says, oh, you look great. I say, yeah, I'm taking this new stuff, balance of nature. So if you want to use me as a commercial... I'm a good commercial for this. This works. It really does work. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code CANYON. Hey, Southern Utah, it's Katie from Nielsen RV. I'm sure by now you have all heard of this COVID-19, coronavirus, all this stuff that's going on. Well, whatever it is that you call it, it has caused some changes for Nielsen RV. We have consolidated our hurricane store to the St. George location. That's right. Nielsen RV has all of their inventory in one spot to make it easier for our customers. So stop by Nielsen RV off the Bluff Street exit in St. George under the giant American flag or find us online at nielsenrv.com and schedule your virtual This is James over at Garage Doors Only. Did you know that replacing your garage door gives you the most bang for your buck when you're remodeling? Here at Garage Doors Only, we can assist you in picking out a perfectly matched garage door for your home. Do you have an HOA? No problem. Is your house over 10 years old? Not a problem. Come visit our showroom at 689 North Bluff, and I will personally help you pick out the best-looking, energy-efficient door for your needs. We team with LiftMaster and Clopay to bring you the best warranties in the business. Schedule your appointment today at 435-868-1200. This summer might be a bit different. There's a good chance you're planning on spending more time closer to home. The Ashley Home Store is here to make sure your time spent around the house is more comfortable. Make your way to the Ashley Home Store for great prices on family-friendly sectionals that make summer movie nights relaxing and more fun for the entire family. Check out their huge selection of dining room sets that get the entire family together for summer dinners and family game nights. 
Make your way into the Ashley Sleep Center and find the perfect mattress at the perfect price for every member of your family. Look for the special orange tags throughout the store for even bigger savings. Make sure to ask an Ashley team member about their Acceptance Now program to help if you have bad credit or no credit. If you're spending more time around the house this summer, let the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store make it more comfortable. East Red Cliffs Drive, in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. Tired of cooking for yourself or eating fast food? Catering Concepts is open and ready for curbside pickup. They have amazing homemade meals that are available for you and your family. The freshest quality ingredients prepared for you. Pick up hot and ready or take and bake. Always fresh, never frozen. Call them today for menus or more information. 574-0059. 24-hour notice for all orders is appreciated. Visit cateringconcepts.com. Catering Concepts, when it just has to be perfect. It is no secret that law enforcement and crime labs are overwhelmed and backlogged with DNA testing. Thankfully, Intermountain Forensics is now here. They're a nonprofit forensic DNA testing lab that want to chip away at the over 250,000 cold cases and over 100,000 sexual assault kits. It is Intermountain Forensics' hope to not have to charge a fee for this service. In order to do that, they need the public's help. If you are able, please go to intermountainforensics.com and make a donation today. Right now, more than ever before, this is the perfect time to upgrade your sleep for your health and well-being. And until you sleep on a new Tempur-Pedic mattress with the highest customer satisfaction rating, you haven't really slept. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi. At Best Mattress, we have the entire line of pressure-relieving and cooling Tempur-Pedic mattresses and the highest level of safety so you can shop with confidence and peace of mind. Plus, 72 months no interest financing and free delivery. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. Finished all your projects in your yard? See Hearst first for great deals on patio furniture and barbecues so you can enjoy all your hard work. The Prescott Wicker Rocking Chair is only $109.99. A Weber Spirit 3-Burner Grill is $4.79 and comes with free assembly and delivery for Ace Rewards members. Hearst General Store Ace Hardware, conveniently located in the heart of St. George and Cedar City. Open seven days a week to serve you. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show at your service today on a Friday. I'm hoping, uh, hoping you're doing well, and I know that you are trying to just get through this year and we're only halfway through (laughs) sorry about that you're wishing for asteroid i'm wishing for an asteroid at this point i know and it's uh it's sickening what's going on with our country right now but let me just tell you um there is hope let nobody ever steal your hope that we get a big old asteroid okay um welcome back to the show i've got alan stevo author of the bitcoin manifesto and we were just talking on the break and there's a couple of things number one the cdc is saying what a failure they are Okay. The reason they're saying what a failure they are is because they're propping us up for a more global takeover of the CDC. Okay. See how much we failed, even though we were the only voice that you were supposed to listen to and ran the entire country for two months and you were supposed to lean on every word we said. Well, now we're considering ourselves a big failure. The reason they're they're having this admission is because they want to bring in a more global presence. I think there's a call by the leftists and Marxists of the United States to defund the police, to bring in more technology that's even worse for us um, as far as uh, cops go, more drone technology, more technology that, that watches our every move. Um, and so I do think in all these directions, the demise of the movie theaters brings in more streaming crapola uh, media into our homes, places like should be a refuge from the world. Not so much anymore, I don't think. And the post office claiming that they are in uh, a matter of demise and might be having to bring in Amazon. Oh, yeah, Amazon to run the uh, post office so that the election is saved 
no, the election will just be co-opted. So, so all of these directions that I just poured on you are things that we have a lot of foresight into seeing as Americans. This is what makes us special. We were not a Roman slave when, when the revolution came along. No, we actually could see where, where taxation without representation was going to land us. We could see these things, and this is what we fought against. So Americans are, are, have a stellar sense of, hey, we do not want to be under total tyranny, and this is what we, we want our liberty and freedom. And so I asked Alan to come on because Bitcoin is an interesting landscape for digital currency and where we're going to land this summer and I, I, I and, and this year. And I want to talk a little bit about the dirty secrets of Bitcoin. So we can start there. And I also want to talk about um, getting government out of the way. Go ahead, Alan. I'd love to hear from you on both of those things. Sounds good. That sounds good to me. <laughs> and I, there was something... You, you asked me as we were going to the break, you know, how the economy would shape up. And uh, there's, you know, there's a big variable. Mm-hmm. There's a big variable. It's possible that uh, the government just goes on vacation for a while. Um, mm. it, it'd be possible. This would be the, the most amazing way for government, for, for the economy to shape up nicely. Um, mm-hmm. the, the government's done so much bad to the economy these last few months. It's become so involved in our lives and putting us in house arrest, as you described. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if if state governments and federal governments did something like, there's going to be a regulation holiday for the next year. Yeah. There's going to be a tax holiday for the next year. Yeah. If if they, if they said something like that, this would be the the quickest way to to get things back to normal for government to just step back and say, okay, mm-hmm. you guys go do your thing. Sorry. Yeah. We sorry we messed up so bad. Mm-hmm. Um. You uh. You talked about kind of dirty little secrets about Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'd love to hear kind of what you what you know your what you think of this because even if we go into a little bit more theory, that's what this is for: is thinking outside the box to say what's coming that we're not understanding. What's more big picture? What are some of your thoughts on that? The dirty secrets of Bitcoin. I'd love to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> there's one, you know. There's a, a detail that I it's. I don't want to. I don't want to overstate it because it's probably quite minor. But uh, there used to be the NSA used to have the, the federal government. It used to have this kind of war on encryption, mm-hmm. and encryption is super important because it allows allows there to be privacy between two people in a conversation. And it's very difficult for for the government to listen in on a conversation where encryption is used, um, and. And it's it's so important that I would just recommend that like every one of your listeners understand how encryption works just very basically and to kind of try to incorporate that in their lives as much as they can. Right. Um, the so one aspect, some important part of Bitcoin is that it utilizes encryption. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one part of its its encryption protocol is built on something called SHA two fifty six S H A two five six. Now, SHA-256 is an encryption protocol uh, that was released by the NSA once upon a time. It was released to the public by the NSA. It is possible that this foundation for Bitcoin has some type of backdoor built into it. Mm. It seems Bitcoin has had so much so much kind of hacking attempts made against it, right. work done against it, uh, trying to kind of poke holes in it. And many times the holes were successfully poked poked into it, and then that, that hole was repaired, um, that I doubt that there's this problem. But that I keep it in mind sometimes that SHA-256 might have a weakness built into it that the NSA 20 years ago uh, placed yeah. there. Yeah. You know but what? Because we were just talking about government getting their hooks in, and that's kind of an interesting thought. Wow. Mm. And I think I think the Bitcoin network has ways to work with that if uh, if the uh, if that did occur. But okay. that's that's something I think of quite from time to time when I think of weaknesses around Bitcoin. I see. Okay. Yeah, that's smart. I I think people are, are I think your average person out there is is this is honestly the dialogue in in, in the head is. 
Do I keep a lot of cash on hand? Do I invest it in Bitcoin? Are we going to see these other digital currencies get pushed by the government? Because the government in the bill for the trillion dollars that was taken out, okay, when the funding bill came for the stimulus, there was a whole entire section on putting $20 million into the post office for these machines, for these debit cards that would come directly from the government. So you'd be using the government debit card, not your bank debit card, okay? Not that the banks aren't tied in with the government, but what I'm saying it was a direct a direct card and that these machines would be activated at post offices and that was what they were desiring in the bill, but they took it out at the last minute. That doesn't mean it's not going to show up again. And so so in that light, I mean, as far as the future, I mean, my gosh, what what are the regular people out there that don't know a lot about investing, don't understand a lot about the economy? And they're, they're wondering, what do we do? Because this year is so weirdly shaky. I'm not quite sure. Do I take money out of my house? Do I sell my house? Do I put it in Bitcoin? Do I have a lot of cash on hand? Is cash going to be obsolete? Where do you see cash going? Cash cash is going to remain as important as ever, if you ask me. Um, and there's going to be as many people, more people than ever, trying to push uh, Americans out of cash. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's data to be had. If people can just have their whole life tracked and there's a, you know, you can be more of the product to Google if they can just track your entire life. You can be more of the product to Mark Zuckerberg, too, if they can just track your entire life. So there's going to be more effort than ever to push people out of cash. Um, and uh, especially after this period, listen, we're, we're in a very dark period. This is horrible what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, isn't it nice to know that that Sometimes we can emerge from these dark periods even uh, more resolute than, than we went into them, even more certain of our beliefs than we went into them. It, it's, out of, it's out of necessity that invention comes. Um, so I, uh, I have no question that we're going, to, we're going to see tremendous pushback on these, these tyrannical folks who have made their way into our lives over these last few months. Mm-hmm. And I have no question that we have the tools, we have the resources to, to kind of push them out. Yeah, But it's going to come with great pain and great challenge. And some of us, you know, this won't last forever. This won't yeah. last forever. Sadly, we can't last forever either. So some of us may not make it through this painful time. But, but I have no question that there's going to be greater freedom at the end of this. Yeah, I agree. And where you were talking about, you know, good, good and the evil, um, you know, both always playing its part, because what is the most important digital currency for human trafficking, money laundering and narcotic smuggling, which seems to be rampant around the world and government involved would be what? The same thing that can help us that we're going to gravitate towards. So there's always both sides of that, which are always going to be present. Right. I mean, the U.S. dollar, Do you know. Exactly, it's the U.S. dollar that's the most most rampant, right? Yes. The, <laughs> people, in, in, if I if I pick up the Wall Street Journal, I hear all these horrible stories about Bitcoin being used for all these nefarious things. But exactly, you 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 described on the break the pallets getting sent to Iran. Yes, it's, it's U.S. dollar that gets sent and used for all these nefarious purposes. They could have um, sent that by digital <laughs> currency at the time. We had all the technology. There was no reason to send palletfuls of cash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is both sides, but yet I, I'll i take the other side of it. it you know what I mean? I, it's like uh, freedom of, uh, of publishing and freedom of the press, and then you have the porn industry. Well, you know what? I just want the freedom. And so, you know, as, as against porn as I am, I want the freedom. And I think that we all have to make sure and stand up and gravitate toward the, the anonymity behind the dollar uh, we have to because they're trying to root it out you're right and you know and when you're when you're talking about tools and kind of you know tools can be used for good or bad a gun a gun doesn't kill anyone nope a, a car doesn't kill anyone yeah right so true um, so in the same way there's this uh i watched I watched, it barely made the news, but it was uh, about three weeks ago as there was even more uh, more kind of uh, nonsense that Bill Gates was going around talking about to make him sound even more crazy mm-hmm. than anyone ever could have imagined this guy was. Yeah. Um, I watched this little detail up here in the news that uh, a hacker, he ran a real simple script, a hacker went out and 
found the uh, the Gates Foundation uh, email passwords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, I'd and, love those. <laughs> and he published them. He published them online. So um, anyone wow. who wanted to access those emails for for a few hours, maybe even a few days, could have uh, uh, oh. poked around what, and uh, what came out of that? Gone into Alan. Those. What came nothing, out of those nothing emails? came out of it as far as I know. Mm. Um, but this, this is merely a reminder that hackers are always kind of talked about in this very negative light. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these are, these are sim- they're simple tools at the disposal of anyone. You this weekend, Kate, mm-hmm. could probably go learn enough Python to go, you could go to Code Academy or Coursera or something like that, mm-hmm. where they have these free online courses where you could learn enough Python or another right. coding language to do some basic I don't hacking. Know. I don't know. And that's like turning me. That's like turning me loose on a math problem, even even in algebra. Not pretty, not pretty. But you know what? I get your point though. That most people could probably learn something and do it right. I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It, mm, it's scary. It might not be your thing. It might not be your thing, but. Right. There's mm-hmm. there's ways, you know, there's topics like jury nullification that like sure. one honest person on a jury can can stop a jury from doing a bad thing. You're right. Um, and setting a precedent. Similarly. Yeah, for sure. I, I be- totally believe in jury nullification. hundred percent. So you have uh, you have hackers who can kind of go out there and kind of nullify the government when government's getting into bad stuff. I like that. Um, I like they're that not idea. all bad. These guys. Mm hmm. Well, I like that idea as far as the individual liberty and the restoring of that. And you're saying that, that the digital currency, that Bitcoin, Bitcoin is an ode to the individual liberty and that these are the things that we have to make sure we keep in our society. Amen. Yeah. It's important. I, you know, I'm, we're seeing so much change right now. And my, my, my biggest fear, like you, is, is looking ahead and seeing some of these big changes result in some things that we never thought of. We never knew what we were paving the way for. And it's scary out there. you got a lot of tweeners and a lot of 20-somethings that are just angry out there that don't even know what they're allowing or what they're wanting from society. And they're, and they're joining the Marxist march across America right now and a violent one at that. And it's really pathetic to see what's going on with our youth. And our youth are easily swayed into doing things that all involve emotion but no facts and no reason. And... We have some adults this way, too. So what are we going to do? And this is why I invited you on. I love what you're doing. You know, you write for The Daily Caller. You write you write for all kinds of periodicals. And then also uh, author of the, the Bitcoin Manifesto. You've written about communism. On your next visit back, can we talk about communism? Marxism. That would be so much fun. Yes. <laughs> Not fun topics, but fun to have you. <laughs> anyway, I really, I really feel like it's important. I really feel like we need to be very, very aware of the state of our money and the state of our economy right now, I know is affecting all of us. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about Bitcoin. And, and we'll have to do a more in-depth discussion on this as well, because I think we just hit the tip of the iceberg on this today and opened it up. Uh, for even bigger discussions, so I'll have you. I'll have you on for that first, and then we'll talk Marx as the march for Marxism continues with Black Black Lives Matters. Um, this that will be an important conversation as well. So you'll be visiting the show, right, Alan? <laughs> thank you <laughs> in advance, Alan Stevo. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Appreciate it, and uh, Alan Stevo, uh, the Bitcoin uh, Manifesto. Get it? I'll be right back talking about vitamin D. What you need to know. What you really need to know by Dr. Mark Sorensen. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show.